All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It's December 30th, and somehow the Seattle Kraken are still ahead of the Edmonton Oilers in the standings. We got to figure this out. Something has to change, and that actually could change tonight. Oilers Nation Everyday, Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day Edition. Let's get into the lead. Welcome into the show, everybody. This is the Sports Closet Studio, Tyler and Liam with you. As always, our friends, sportscloset.ca. They got some great Boxing Day sales on now if you want to go check them out. Also, this is The Lead, brought to you by Soho on Jasper. It's the holiday season. All the days are just morphing into each other. That means you cannot cook. Do not sit at home. Head down to Soho for the game tonight. Half price wings, $8 for a pint and a slice. Great stuff, as always. The game's on a 100-inch screen. That's fantastic. We are live on the Nation Network YouTube where I see the chat is alive and well. People dropping in their score predictions. Liam, they're also hitting that like button. What should our like goal be today? You know what? It's like you said, Tyler. The days have been kind of merging together, and I kind of completely forgot that we make like goals now. So let's make today's like goal 63 for no particular reason. I don't don't have a reason. It's just the first number that came into my head, and I thought, you know what? Let's go with that one. It feels like an odd number, and right now everything just feels odd with the days just all mixed into one. So we'll go with that. Yeah, um, why not? 63. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, hammer that like button for us. There are a lot of you who got some questions. You have score predictions. We are going to talk about the game against Seattle because it is a short for giant game day after all. But 
Let's start with the lead, and that is Stuart Skinner absolutely stealing the Battle of Alberta over the or over the last week. I keep wanting to call it over the weekend because every day feels like a weekend right now. But Skinner was simply remarkable, stopping 46 of 47 in the victory. He gets the dub. He made some big saves down the stretch. He got helped out by the goalpost a couple of times as well. But hey, you got to be lucky to be good, and you got to be good to be lucky. And Skinner was certainly good uh, against the Flames. Man, Liam, we can say it now. We can put it. It's concrete. The Oilers have drafted and developed a number one goaltender. Yeah, there's, there's truly no doubt about it. I mean, look at this, right? Like 40, 46 saves against Calgary the other day. He is like we talk about how like certain players have owned the Calgary Flames. Like Stuart Skinner has owned the Calgary Flames this season. Uh, every game he's played against him, he's been phenomenal. Like I know it's only been three, but all three games he came in on that third the first one right to like come in for Campbell yeah. and he was great. He robbed them in Calgary the first time and he did it again and he's just been outstanding and it's quite funny like making the graphics for this show like the others almost have a 900 save percentage as a combined toll and it's solely because of what Stuart Skinner has done for this team this season and there it is again like 979 like this guy is is remarkable and we keep thinking to ourselves like oh like when is he kind of going to fall off a little bit? Like, maybe he just won't. Maybe this is just who he is. Maybe he's just a legit number one goalie in the show. His first game, October 15th against Calgary, he comes in in a relief appearance, stops 31 straight shots, doesn't allow a goal. His second game against the Calgary Flames, October 29th, he steals one in the Saddle Dome, stops 40 of 42, and then on December 27th, stops 46 of 47. Stuart Skinner, on the season now has a 916 save percentage and a 2.81 goals against average. Those are legitimate high quality starting goaltender numbers in the, in the NHL this season. He's going to be an all-star this year. Um, the Oilers are going to mm -hmm. send four players to the all-star game. I'm wildly confident of that. And Stuart Skinner will be one of them because he's been unbelievable. Think about where the Oilers would be this year. And Aaron, we can go ahead and flash this up because it shows Skinner and Campbell on the season, but, where would the Oilers be if it wasn't for Stuart Skinner? A lot of the problems with this team are the same that we've seen for the last couple of seasons. They're struggling to get depth scoring. Their blue line has been atrocious. And they're the guy who's getting paid the most between the pipes is struggling in Jack Campbell. But Skinner's stolen a handful of games. And the Oilers have a chance tonight against Seattle to break their way into a playoff spot. That wouldn't be the case if it wasn't for number 74 between the pipes. Skinner has been electric. Big reason, the biggest reason why they beat Calgary. But another thing we should touch on, Liam, I like what you were talking to me about before we went live today. And you were listening to a Calgary postgame show because you're down in Calgary right now. Um, and they were talking yeah. about how the Flames just played so good. Yeah, like that's what they they were just talking about. Like the one guy on the radio, I can't remember what his name was, was talking about how if the Oilers and Flames meet in the playoffs, then Daryl Sutter should show his game, show this tape to his players the day before. And he's like, "Why? You, you lost the game. Like you can play as well as you want, but at the end of the day, the two points went to the Oilers." And I don't think Daryl yeah. Sutter is going to be showing anybody that tape. Like if they won, sure, but like even in the players' post game stuff, like. Sutter said himself and his very vague answers that he always gives, which was also very funny to listen to. I've never listened to a full one, but he was just like, yeah, like they did a good job five and five, but we still lost the game. So at the end of the day, like that's what matters. And Stuart Skinner was the reason why, right? So again, the Oilers just found a way in a tight game. Finally, they goalied a team 
and came away with the two points. Yeah, if you want to show that tape to the Calgary Flames again in a couple of months, um, I mean, look at everything you did. You got 47 shots on goal. The high danger course he attempts at five on five were 16 to six. You hit a goal post late. You only gave the Oilers three power play attempts. You played good. And guess what? Connor McDavid still owns you. You held 97 to one shot on goal. And guess what? All he needed was one shot on goal to win the game and beat Jacob Markstrom again. And let's go back to the other game this year in the Saddle Dome. And guess what? Connor McDavid owned you then with a big goal in the third period. Like, what do you, I mean, you know, just it's, it was the Connor McDavid and Stuart Skinner show. And guess what, Calgary? That's not going anywhere anytime soon. So you can sit there and talk about moral victories or you played good, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Don't matter. You played good and you still couldn't win. It's great. I have uh, I've got a question for you, Tyler. This one just kind of came across my mind as we're talking about Skinner here. Like, obviously, the over the overview of the team was just up, and you have McDavid there, sixty-seven points. Drysaddle, fifty-seven. Nuge is having a great season too. But like, it's hard yeah. to argue that Stuart Skinner isn't the MVP of this team. Like, if without him, like, where would the Oilers truly be? Like you said, right? Like, it, he is the reason they do. They're kind of where they are. Am I, am I wrong? I think if you exclude McDavid from the conversation, then yes, Stuart Skinner is the runner-up yeah. in any sort of MVP talk. I mean, it's hard to sure. look at a guy. And he's got 31 goals in 36 games. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, what like what Connor McDavid's doing is wild. And I talk about, you know, looking ahead, four all-stars for this team. We're probably talking about four pieces of hardware for Connor McDavid at the upcoming NHL awards this summer because the Hart Trophy is his. That's on lock. The Rocket Richard is probably his. He's got 31 second place it's Thompson and Horvat with 26 apiece. Um, so he's got that locked up. He'll have the Lindsay locked up and he has the Art Ross locked up. He's going to win four awards yeah. this year. Like it's wild. Um, so McDavid, probably the MVP, but you're right. Stuart, I would have Stuart Skinner number two on any right, sort yeah. of ballot I put in. Yeah. Cause he's been great and where, he's been important because you... Campbell's been bad. Yeah. Like, so speaking of awards, is, is Skinner somewhat in the Vesna conversation? Maybe not to win the thing, but like. No. Probably going to get some votes somewhere, right? No? Uh, I think, I mean, Linus Allmark's having a great year. I'm just looking at the numbers yeah. right now. Hellebuck's been great. Um, I'll just go, I'll go save percentage and I'll go goalies who have played at least 10 games to get uh, some of the stragglers out of it. And, you know, Skinner's 16th in save percentage with his 916. It's solid. It's really, really good. I mean, for a rookie goalie to be doing this as well, yeah. I think he's right in there. He's ahead of Logan Thompson now. So I think maybe. You can make a Calder trophy case for him, but I think Vesna's probably, yeah. or, or it is a stretch when you look at how many guys are having just remarkable years. Pyotr Kochetkov, how about that guy? He's a rookie with a 928 yeah. save percentage. He's been great. The Maybe the Calder's the one that's There's more in his favor than, than the Vesna. I'd probably jump the gun a little yeah. bit on the Vesna, I suppose. But I mean, just the things that he does for the team, like if you watch him night in, night out, like he's had so many games where he's done so much and the Oilers have done nothing in front of him. Like, the Washington game is a perfect example. And finally, the Oilers were able to turn it around this time around and finally get two points that Skinner earned. So there you go. Live on the Nation Network YouTube, if you're watching there, hammer the like button. Matthew's in, said, what's good, boys? Let's go, Oilers. Haven't missed an episode yet. Keep up the great work. Thanks for tuning in, Matthew. Uh, we got some other comments in here. Chris was in bright and early before the show, said, can't watch today, but I swear if the Oilers don't win, I'll never hear the end of it from my brother. I'm assuming is a Seattle Kraken fan. 
Uh, 4-1 Oilers is his prediction. Electronic Jordan in honor of Bag Milk, I'm calling a 4-2 win for tonight. Jeremy calling a 5-3 Oilers win with an empty net goal. So let's talk about tonight's matchup against the Seattle Kraken. It's a Sherwood Ford giant game day here on the show, and it is brought to you by the Sherwood Ford Service Center, where customers have got a lot to love about their new Ford mobile service. Click the link below. It's in the YouTube description to book an appointment with their journeyman mechanics. Great stuff, as always. The Nation Truck. It's getting fixed up right now as we speak. Shout out to Sherwood Ford, the giant Oilers against the Kraken. You look at the numbers there, goals for per game, Edmonton, slight edge, goals against per game. Seattle has the edge there. Points percentage, Seattle's been unreal this year. This team's in a playoff spot right now, which I don't think a lot of people saw coming. 18-11-4 on the season, but they have been struggling a little bit as of late. Just three wins in their last 10 games. They are 3-6-1. In that stretch, their goaltending this year has not been good over their last 10 games. They've been averaging 3.7 goals against per game. You can look at the numbers there from Martin Jones and Philip Grubauer. Neither are above 900 when it comes to their save percentage. But surprisingly, the Seattle Kraken have been doing it with their offense. And I think part of it is a product of having a young future franchise center and Matty Beneers living up to the hype early on. 25 points in 33 games. Andre Burakovsky, what a strong offseason pickup that was. But here's something that can't be ignored if we're going to have the conversation about the Seattle Kraken and their success this season. Their shooting percentage as a team, 11.7%. At 5-on-5, though, it's over 10%. They're the only team in the NHL with a shooting percentage above 10%. In fact, there's only five other teams in the NHL who have a shooting percentage above 10% at 5-on-5. This Seattle team, in a way, has been lucky. They work hard. I like their blue line. They have some good scoring depth. But they've been lucky. They are not going to run at a 600 points percentage for the rest of their season. They're not going to run, or sorry, they're not going to finish the year with a points percentage above 600. I just don't believe that. I think there's going to come a stretch for this team where the shooting percentage dips, their goaltending is not good, and they're going to get exposed a little bit. And maybe we're starting to see that a a little bit. This is a very winnable game for the Edmonton Oilers. This is a team you should beat because you should be beating every team in your division at this point right now, because these games are big. You play Seattle twice in the next two or three weeks here. This is a big opportunity, Liam, for this team to go, or for the Oilers to go pedal to the floor and say, yes, Seattle, great start to the year, but you're pretenders, you're not contenders. Yeah, the Oilers got to gotta put some wins together here, and like you have a big one on Tuesday. It'd be a shame to kind of waste that one and not have something promising against Seattle, and in ways they're somewhat similar, I suppose, with like the goaltending being questionable sometimes. Yep. They're able to score goals, but also like allow a lot of goals too. So but the others gotta gotta take advantage of what should be a weaker team. Like I understand Seattle is doing very well this season, probably riding a wave of just confidence the whole way, but the others have the yep. firepower to beat Seattle and they haven't played them yet this season, but they took care of business against them last season, if I remember correctly. It feels like like we kind of spoke about this the other day. I feel like I feel like I've never seen them play the Seattle Kraken. Like I don't can't recall any matchups against them. But yeah, like Matty Benares is legit. I like him a lot. But like you said, like this should be a team the Oilers can take advantage of. Yeah, and we look at uh, the lineup here. 
Brought to you by Sherwood Ford. Maddie Benier is in between Jared McCann and our former friend Jordan Eberly. On the second line there, Alex Wemberg. They go down. Yanni Gord's playing as their third line center. Like this is a Seattle team that's deep, right? And and that's going to be their strength tonight, is both up front and on the blue line. They have a pretty deep team. They lack a little bit of high-end skill, but like a coming with guys like Maddie Beneers and some other high picks they have in their system. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, Wenberg, Burakovsky is your second line. Gord with Bjorkstrand and Donato is your third line. That's a damn good, damn deep top nine, I should say, even if they are lacking some of the high-end skill. Morgan Geeky with Daniel Sprong and Brandon Tanev. Sprong's having like a really good productive season mm -hmm. as well. Adam Larson with Vince Dunn, Jamie Alexiak with Justin Schultz, Carson Soucy with Will Borgen. You look at that, you got Larson and Schultz, a couple of former Edmonton Oilers. You have Carson Soucy. Maybe he's a future Edmonton Oiler. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but again, that's maybe a little bit more motivation to try and knock Seattle out of the playoff picture here is if you can force them to sell, Carson Soucy, still in my mind, would be the ideal trade deadline target for this Oilers team. But Seattle's not going to move them if they're close to a playoff spot. So you need to make sure you need to watch them slip into a spot where they start contemplating selling deadline. But that feels like a stretch because they've only played 33 games this year. Even if the Oilers win tonight, I mean, you're two up on them and they have three games in hand. You need to keep. You need to keep pushing Seattle down. You need to win these head-to-head matchups because the game's in hand. When you look at this against Seattle, it's really not in your favor, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Like The only way you're going to get Carson Susie, like you said, if, if you beat the Seattle Kraken and start knocking him down a couple of pegs, and he'd be a great addition to the team. Um, but yeah, I think overall, like, the Oilers, again, they, they got to find a way tonight to to get by it. Like, I do like that team, though. Like, you kind of go through the list, and that blue line is legit. Like, the fact Susie's on the third pairing is, like, a really good one, right? Like, they've got a lot of guys who can match up well against the Oilers' top guys, but I think the Oilers can still do it. I think they can still find a way tonight and try and build some momentum. Like, Stuart Skinner, if we can have another strong game, then Oilers should be fine. Well, Liam, do you start him tonight? You got back-to-backs coming. You're back on home ice tomorrow. Do you consider going with Jack Campbell? It's on the road. Campbell hasn't played a game at home in almost two months, so they're clearly not confident putting him on the ice at Rogers Place. Do you maybe consider going Campbell tonight against a Seattle team that's slipping, and then tomorrow against Winnipeg, who's coming off a win, who sits second in the Central Division? Do you use your number one then? Um, well, I think just going off the trend of what Woodcroft has done with the goal is like, maybe it is Campbell tonight because he just doesn't want to play Campbell on home ice, right? Like maybe just kind of, that's what you do. You, you end this, the end of the year with Stuart Skinner on home ice and the more I think about it, then yeah, yeah. Like, I do believe maybe Campbell is, is the option tonight, but it's also a very important game. Maybe you just go with Skinner for both. No, you can't. I, I mean, you gotta, you gotta give Campbell some starts eventually, right? Like you can't burn out Skinner. It's a, it's an interesting idea because it's yeah. two big games. I just, I'd be worried about going Campbell against, uh, against Winnipeg. So part of me says, I think you got to consider going with him tonight on the road, a Seattle team that's struggling to score as of late. It, I, I don't think it'd be the worst idea to go Jack Campbell tonight. Let us know in the chat. Who would you start, Jack Campbell or Stuart Skinner? We're still waiting. The Oilers haven't skated out in Seattle yet today, but what I'll add to that is Leon Dreisaitl didn't partake in the Oilers' skills competition. There's been a lot of chatter that maybe he's a little bit banged up. 
I think the proof is kind of that, you know, he didn't do the skills competition. He wasn't on the ice for skate. I don't know. Well, he's clearly banged up. I don't understand trying to get him to play through it. To me, I'd go, yeah, you know what? If you need to sit him for a week, it sucks. But you take your lumps, you go without dry sidle for a week because you don't want that guy to have to what yeah. keep fighting through something and it just progressively gets worse. And then he has to miss two weeks in the last month of the season. If he's the slightest bit banged up, sit him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. There's no there's no need for it at the moment, right? We're not in a playoff situation like you were last season where you do or die every night, right? Like, and especially now that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is playing so well, like you almost it gives yeah. you more of a reason to be able to pop dry sidle in the stands for a couple of games. Like it's important that players are healthy and we don't need dry sidle on the ice as half of what he is, right? Like we need him fully healthy. Yeah. So if you like we got the lines here, if you bump Nugent Hopkins up, McLeod can go center and then maybe you even put Dylan Holloway as your fourth line center or Ryan. Like there's options. The others are fairly deep down the middle. So I think it would be wise to to put him out, but I also feel like Drysaddle is the kind of guy who's just going to shrug off anything that anybody says to him and just play through whatever he wants to play through. Interesting uh, conversation happening on the YouTube chat just about uh, you know what you do between the pipes. Flute is in, says, play Campbell tomorrow. If you lose, you lose. Oh, well. Uh, Peter says it's Campbell tonight. Chad says Campbell needs to test out the new pads. Sure. Uh, Electronic Jordan yeah. and Everett both saying Campbell tonight. Jordan says tonight's the more important game. Everett says at some point you have to have faith that Campbell will rebound. Um, sorry, Everett says Campbell tonight. Yeah, they're both. Mm, is an Electronic Jordan saying Skinner tonight? Actually, my bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, right? Tonight is the big divisional game. I, I understand either decision Woodcroft would make. I think you can justify going with either guy in either game because, yeah, you don't want to let these two points slip tonight. But also, Jack Campbell makes $5 million. You need to have faith in he is your backup. But you have to have faith in him. And if you don't have faith in him to beat the Seattle Kraken, it's kind of like, you know. Um, but back to the dry sidle yeah. thing, I do agree with you, Liam. You don't want him at 50% running out there, especially because Ryan Nugent Hopkins is playing really damn good. Ryan McLeod actually mm -hmm. had a solid game against the Calgary Flames, and he's probably wasting a little bit sitting on the fourth line. So bump everyone up. Go Nuge, Yamamoto, Fogel. Go McLeod, Yanmark, Costin. And I still think your top nine can give you enough to win the game tonight. There's no sense continuing to run Leon Dreisaitl just until he's completely worn out. Get ahead of this thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so Flute just says there's the been a lot there. of chance. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I would basically just switch the second line with the third line and just put McLeod between Fogel and Yamo rather than moving news from Yamark and Costin. Like what would you, was that what you would do or what do you think it just move news up? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Um, yeah. Guitar maniac, let Leon rest. There was someone in here who asked uh, rusty shout out to our guy, rusty. If dry is out, do you consider going 11 and seven? And I think I actually might. Nurse Cece, Kulak Berry, Nima Linen, Bouchard. Shout out to Marcus Nima Linen for winning the fastest skater competition. What? <laughs> um, but Broberg was also practicing and he took part in the skills competition. That leads me to think Broberg is close. So if you can throw Broberg in as the seventh D man, ease him into things. And again, you have three good centers with McDavid, Nuge, and McLeod. You can rotate those guys in on the fourth line. You can give Derek Ryan a few shifts at center and, and you can spread out the minutes enough to make 11 and seven work tonight, I think. Uh, so I think I would if Dry Soda was out, you know. Yeah, 
And like you said, like you've got Nima Lainen in there. You want to keep that speed on the blue line, right? So got to yeah. keep him in. Uh, original Puzar is in. Great to see him in the chat. As always, tonight is the divisional game, and I presume Skinner starts tonight and then Campbell tomorrow. Campbell needs to play, and it's time. This is the next game. He's going to impact the team positively this season and backstopping an entire team to a big win tomorrow will be great for his confidence and the team's confidence in him. Let's do this. I like that positivity. Original Puzar doing his best uh, Rusty the Reckless Optimist impression there with that one and listen like i said you can justify either way woodcroft goes with the goaltending because yeah you can sit there and be like hey it's new year's eve that could be a great rallying point for jack campbell to have a big game for this team steal him one against winnipeg and boom it's new year's everyone's feeling good you've completely shed the bad start and you just roll forward into 2023 it's easy to see that happening but i also think new year's eve divisional game at home what if things go bad you know is tonight just a more Pressure-free start for Campbell, even though it is a divisional game. Seattle struggling. Yeah, and the kind of thing is too. If you start Campbell tomorrow on New Year's Eve in Edmonton, you've got to imagine the beers are flowing. Like, what if? What if the terrible happens? Right? What if the like, crowd gets on? You don't. Yeah. yeah, like I don't want to be. I'm not saying we will, but also I know what happens when people drink a few wobbly pops so you never know i, I think man, the more we've talked about it i think starting campbell tonight is the better option just based off what it is because yeah. his last start was what nashville right yeah, if i remember correctly been. yeah yep. and he was he was okay in that game he was okay um the game before that was also nashville he was decent so he's put together like two like positive performances i guess you could say in a way so i think tonight like you gotta you gotta give him something eventually you've got to give him like an important game and tonight's a big one so maybe that kind of gives him the the spark of like oh my coach believes in me i don't know i obviously don't know what jan campbell's thinking but i'm sure he wants to get between the pipes and start proving people wrong eventually Let's get to our Sherwood Ford Giant Keys to victory for this evening's game. Liam, I'm going to say it is between the pipes, but it's for the Kraken. They are 21st in the NHL in 5v5 save percentage. The Oilers, you need to get to the dangerous areas. You need to get good quality mm. scoring chances on these two, whether it's Grubauer or Jones. I don't care. Neither has been good. If you get to the dangerous areas, if you get 8 to 10, 8 to 12 quality, quality scoring chances tonight, you will score 3 to 5 goals. You will win this hockey game. The big key tonight is you got to get scoring chances. And when you get the puck in dangerous areas, you got to rip that thing on net. Don't try to get cute. Don't try to overpass it. Get to the dangerous areas. Shoot the puck. You'll win the game. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Grip it and rip it. You know, the old motto. I, a big thing for me tonight, the key to victory is don't rely on your goaltending to make 47 saves to win the game. Like go out and get yep. it done yourself. Like, almost give your goalies a bit of a night off like try and play defensively which has been a struggle for the oilers most of the season but you gotta you gotta work as a team again and i think now for me that this you're in the second half of the season now somewhat after the christmas break and now it's time to start putting some stuff together and getting some momentum going you had a poor game against vancouver the poor 40 minutes you put together something against calgary and now it's time and so for me to Key to victories for the offense, like you said, to to get powering through. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Seattle has the 31st ranked penalty kill and give up nearly five penalties a game on average. I think we can win this game just on the power play alone. Maybe that's another reason why you consider going with a guy 
like Jack Campbell tonight. If you're sitting there and you're like, hey, we could get four or five looks with the man advantage. We could score two or three goals. Maybe you think you can outscore Jack Campbell's problems tonight. I don't know. Original Puzar at the time, Niemalainen is playing the best hockey of his NHL career, limiting the mid-ice hitting and focusing on defensive structure and punishing below the hash marks. Not a bad time for 11-7. and seven. I am with you. If Broberg's healthy, get him in. He also adds if Broberg is healthy, yeah, he has to play a key to him, getting a long string of games, two to three months where he plays every night. Yeah, I think for the development of Broberg, it's important to get this guy playing against NHL competition because you need to know what you have in him at some point, right? At some point, you lose the luster of being a top 10 pick and you need to prove that you can play and the Oilers got to give him a chance to do that. Uh, my little key to victory, my giant one, get dangerous scoring chances. The little one, get better than the 20th best goaltending at five on five. Um, that is the crack in their 21st and five on five save percentage. The Oilers are just one spot ahead of them at 20. So no matter who it is, you do need to get the bare minimum kind of goaltending in tonight's hockey game. Um, let's talk a little betting for this evening, Liam, because I see you got a couple of picks tonight. The Oilers had a nice run. They hit the over in six straight games before that last one against the Calgary Flames. I like the over tonight. Over six and a half. I think it's a great spot. That means we'll see some goals. And I see you're thinking we'll also see some goals tonight. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, and from the the stats I was looking through, the Oilers also went 3-0 and on the over last season against Seattle. So mm. that's a good thing. They also had a 100% penalty kill on eight penalty kill uh penalty kills so far so let's hope that can happen tonight that'd be nice for the for the pk yeah. but for now we're just gonna stick to the offense mcdavid and hyman both to get a goal each plus 300 and the nuge even money over two and a half shots he's hitting this in three in his last five so i'm hoping for some offense tonight let's entertain ourselves on a nice friday night in seattle why not? Back-to-back games for the Oilers tonight <laughs> against the Kraken. Yeah, I like the over. I don't mind Hyman and McDavid. They might need to carry the load if uh, Drysaddle is indeed out of the lineup. I was hoping to go long enough so we could find out if Leon Drysaddle was playing. But keep it locked on OilersNation.com. We'll have the latest for you when that news breaks, when the Oilers eventually take to the ice in Seattle, starting goalies, all of that stuff as well. Yes, Rusty. He is hoping for a big Oilers win coming up. Shout out to our friends at Betway, by the way. 19 plus 
please play mm-hmm. responsibly. Uh, I know we're having connection issues over on the YouTube uh, that we weren't having on the Facebook and the Twitter as well. So apologies for that. We'll wrap up the show a little bit earlier today. A Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. As always, live from the Sports Closet Studio, three locations in Edmonton, St. Albert Mall, Sherwood Park Mall, and Kingsway Mall. Enjoy the game tonight. We will chat again tomorrow with a Saturday edition of Oilers Nation every day. Enjoy the game.